Welcome back to our final episode of Handle With Care. Hopefully you've made it this far. We thought that it was important to discuss personal branding on our final episode purely because we think that it's detrimental to society today. And it's something that me and Sonia do discuss a lot. So it just made sense for it to be on our final episode. What does personal branding mean? Daniel and I often go through personal branding and for me it's how I represent myself online and through social media. Definitely because LinkedIn is a great both a kind of lead generator, but also it's about getting our side hustles out there in, in public. But also personal branding is about how you carry yourself. And I think it's really difficult to hold down a stable personal brand when you're trying to figure out exactly who you are and what you are and what you stand for and where you want to go in the future. And then to feel like you're being judged for it. Yeah, so I guess without a personal brand in society today, you kind of just get lost in the crowd. So it's important to almost stand out from the crowd by building your personal brand, whether it be on LinkedIn, on Instagram, whatever social channel you decide. But it is important to stand out from the crowd. And it's not just us here, right? So we have a personal brand and branding expert with us, Flavilla. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, No, of course. Thank you for coming. So what does branding even mean? Like what, what, why is it now a thing? Like, I don't really remember it being a thing five years ago when I left university. No one was talking about, you need a personal brand, you need to think about your branding or how you represent yourself. Why is it a thing today in 2020? Mm, it's a very good question. And I think what to answer the first question, what personal branding is for me is what people say about you when you leave the room. So think about it this way. It's about the impression you leave. It's what people remember you for. And that's the first thing you really want to think about when you go out there. You talk about yourself, how you express, you know, what did you choose to share, you know, the battles that you choose to fight for. It's, um, you know, it's funny that you say that personal branding is a thing now, but I think it's always been a thing, but it hasn't been so much um, broadcast as much as we are now. And obviously we are in the era of social media. So people are pushing it much more. We didn't have social media as much as we have as we have it now. So personal branding is even more important because we've seen people, social influencers become, you know, stars overnight, you know, celebrities now acting like social influencers and anybody now can be, you know, can make a million dollar, a million pounds in a, you know, with whatever, you know, with just, you know, camera and great ideas and just ready to shake the world. And I think that's why it's so important nowadays and everybody can be heard and, you know, the media don't have the same power you know, they used to hold, you know, now people listen to people who look like them. So, you know, so when you're looking to, you know, to get inspired, you're going to look at someone who look like you, who advise you, can share from their own expertise. And that's why personal branding is so important. And everybody should pay attention to what people remember them for. And so how did you get into the branding game? Uh, good question. Now, to be honest, I've always been into the branding game because I started, um, I always have an interest for fashion. I think from the beginning, uh, my, my mom was, is is she's still alive she's, she is my icon and she loved clothes and she was really good with that and I think I've always un- understood from a very young age the power of the way you dress and the way you dress is how people going to address you you know unfortunately we make quick judgment how we how we perceive people and the way they 
the appearance first. And I've used, you know, when I became a fashion consultant, personal branding person, I realized how much it impacts on how we feel about ourselves. And I always said, you know, I used to say to my clients, like to them, I would say to them, wear nice lingerie because it make you feel sexy and powerful and confident, you know. And as funny as it's, as funny as it's, as it's sounding, it actually works. You know, wear something nice under your clothes. Only you, only you knows it. And it gives you that power. And then from that point, um, I realized that, you know, moving to away from, I'm still in personal branding in terms of people, but creating brands instead of just businesses. And I would say you can be Starbucks or you can be a coffee shop. There's a big difference between just a coffee shop and being Starbucks. People don't pay. People pay six pounds or seven pounds for a coffee. You can get a two pounds at a coffee shop. And that's the power of having a brand because people feel safe, you know, with, you know, brands they recognize and know. And because people don't like to make, um, you know, people don't like changes. And brands give them that safe, safety, safety net, if you can say that, that safety zone. And yeah, so when you are, when you build a personal brand, the same thing, you know, when you know people choose to work with individuals that they know they have expertise and they have built their reputation because it makes them feel safe because nobody likes to take risk. I really relate to that. I had a conversation recently with someone that we were basically talking about how you build your personal brand offline and online. And we were saying that, I agree with the lingerie thing that if my hair and makeup looks great, not from a super a superficial way, but just in regards to how I feel about myself. If I walk into a meeting with my hair done and my face done and a nice outfit on, I feel so much more confident mm-hmm. than if I walk into a meeting with my hair bunged up in a greasy hair bun or and no lipstick and no mascara on. For some reason, I feel so much better and I feel like I'm just... I feel like I am on brand, if that makes sense. I know yes. that sounds pretty silly, but it's really funny how when you turn that online, I do overthink about what I put online so much. So mm. it's, if I'm posting a picture, I do look at the hashtags. I do look at what time I'm posting it. It's so much more about it. And I guess the transition going online has enabled that, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it has. And it's funny because you think about, you know, women wearing lipstick, but there's also a lot of power of being, you know, nude and not having anything, like having, you know, being brave enough to actually put your face bare, no makeup online. And I think people also want to see that kind of authenticity and confidence is sexy. You know, intelligence is sexy. It's not so much about how much, because you see a lot of people who, you know, pretend to be in a great space and they are not. But um, yes, yeah, so, so personal branding is, is super key as long as, as long as you stay authentic and true to yourself and allow yourself to show your vulnerability and people will trust you more for that. And do you know what I find really interesting? Because I think, Sonia, I know you said when did the personal develop, personal branding develop? For me, I do feel that when kind of social channels and Instagram and LinkedIn, Facebook all come about, there was a lot of fashion bloggers and that's kind of where it all started. But now I'm finding it really interesting how it's going into a business perspective. So even when people are looking for jobs or it's like everyone's got a CV, but actually people are looking at your social channels and what you're doing outside of work. And it's almost like you need to kind of cover yourself in all angles, if that makes sense. And I find it really funny that businesses are wanting individuals to present themselves in a certain way to almost maintain the business brand and so on. So I find it really funny how it's now transitioning into the business world through LinkedIn and things like that. Yeah, and so LinkedIn being kind of the the social platform we we can affiliate with business, online the stats from entrepreneur.com and Forbes tells us that those who have a personal brand 
or those who are applying for jobs, sorry, uh, someone who's in recruitment or HR is 70% more likely to go on your online channels to understand who you are and what you're about before they even take you for the first interview. And on the flip side, those who have a personal brand and start sharing content about either their business or their side hustle or their hobby, they're 20% more likely to be engaged with that side hustle, hobby or business and happier. And from my perspective, personal branding is key because it helps us. And I'm going to pick up on two words that Flavilla used. Um, She said safety and she said authenticity. It helps us to create that trust with someone who maybe hasn't met us but would like to engage with our services or products. For example, I know through like-minded females, we started and we ran really quickly but we didn't really have a brand or a USP we were just doing everything to get ourselves out there and it wasn't until my the advisors came on in August 2019 and they said look you're great personally and professionally and LMF is great but you're noisy I was like I don't understand what that meant and they were like well your brand is noisy you don't have a clear definition and so my point being that yes personal branding is important And Flivola, please jump in. But it's important only if you know what you stand for. What is your USP? What is your value add? Why should someone come to you? So today, if I'm standing there and providing consultancy for clients to say, I can help you with your diversity, I can help you with your inclusion, what makes me the best candidate? Well, the only way you're going to find me is either through referrals or going on my personal brand to make sure that I'm transparently showcasing exactly what I'm saying I'm doing. That's why I think personal brand is extremely important today. It's because what you say offline, you have to translate online to prove that you even exist. I mean, it's right. You're right. It's whatever it is in, you know, personal branding or or branding for a company, you know, and I always say and it starts with, you know, your purpose. Why exactly are you doing it? If you don't know why you're doing it, if you're just doing it for the sake of doing it without having, it, you know, it's like going, you know, dri- you know, jumping into your car and not knowing where you're going to, what journey, where you want to end up. You know, you just drive, you can drive forever and realizing that, you know, you're going to run out of gas and you will have still not figured out what's the end destination. So you need to know, you st- always start with the end in mind. I love this. I can't believe we said that, but start with the end in mind. And then you always focus, you know, your messaging is consistent. Your communication is consistent. And it's a mixture, you know, when it comes to personal branding, as you say, it's a mixture of authenticity, reassurance in terms of, you know, what you choose to share. But, you, and again, constancy is that you can't do it just once and then disappear and come back in six months, expect people to remember. Because we have a very short attention span. It's even worse now. So it's about, you know, anything that you do in life requires consistency and constancy. And if you don't have those two, with obviously great competence, then nothing happens. And, you know, everything that I'm talking about, I've applied for myself. And I know exactly whatever it is, just personal branding or social selling, I apply it to myself. And I always, it's funny because when I started personal branding, I did it because I wanted people to come and choose me. So probably the arrogant person inside me or the princess that I am, African person that I have inside me. I wanted to build a brand where clients and companies come and choose to work with me. So now I have to pitch, you know, agency pitching and stuff like that. And that from that thing in mind, this is what I had. But when you decide what you want to achieve and you build your brand, you know, exactly what you want to achieve, that's what you get. But if you don't decide what you want to achieve and you just do something for the sake of it and you don't get, you know, you don't get anything. But I've built my brand to get people to come say, I want to work with you. So I don't have I don't have to pitch and do a lot of things. Yeah, and I agree in terms of 
through creating the Until Proven Otherwise network, I had exactly the same. I've been speaking to a few girls lately that have said to me, what is the Until Proven Otherwise network? And I've had to actually sit down, go back to the drawing board and think, what am I actually trying to achieve here? I've been doing some blogging. I've been reaching out to people of all different levels. Like, What am I actually trying to achieve? And I guess for me that what you just said about starting at the end is so crucial and it is how do you actually want to be seen out there where do you even want to be seen if that makes sense I don't want to be necessarily seen on Facebook for me that is somewhere my mum wants to be seen but I want to be seen as like a business person on LinkedIn and so I guess yeah you do have to start at the end and kind of backtrack and I guess yeah just moving on slightly I think it'd be really interesting to hear what you guys think in terms of how do you think that men and women position themselves do you think they position them position themselves the same on social media or in person or do you think that they're slightly different to women how do you think I guess um maybe a controversial statement is I definitely think that men or at least the men that I'm following I'm connected with um don't post or share as much as women do I definitely think that women overcompensate online and share quite a lot um, especially those that may be more shy or reserved offline but maybe it's going back to society where we're, we still live in a world where a man doesn't necessarily have to share and share and share in in and what I mean is practical sharing like the 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 action of sharing online but just share the success and achievements and kind of say it once and constantly be um, applauding himself or boastful. Whereas I feel like as women, we feel we need to share to both prove it to ourselves and to prove it to others. And it's something that I'm realising more and more, both by leading LMF, but also just by having conversations with people that we're in a place where we have to overcompensate and use hashtags in, in a different sense to what, what men wouldn't do just to prove that we're doing something. Um, and I guess it goes back to the question of, yes, is it gender-specific, personal branding, but also, you know, the title of this episode is, who are you? Ultimately, ultimately, what are we trying to achieve when we have a personal brand? Like, who are you? Are d- Does that mean that men don't have to do as much personal branding because we already know who they are, but it's actually the women that have to because we don't know who they are is it is it that deep because i definitely think there's a historical and very philosophical um kind of process that i go into when i think about this mm. it's made some good point and i tell you something actually i was um so i'm a people can see me but i'm a black girl and my commercial director is a white blonde guy and um so funny and we actually had this conversation last week and he's sitting here and say i'm gonna go to that dinner uh, to a lunch lunch dinner with a conduct of mine and say that this is something that I can do. Don't take it the wrong way. But everybody in this room were just white men in their 50s. And obviously they're very protective of him, but it's about, I think that's what we have to play differently because there are circles that we don't see. And those men have been in power for a very long time. And watching as well this series about in the 50s about how women had to prove themselves just, you know, they're all just secretary. And think about it, for years, these men have, you know, been in cigar clubs and all these things. So we're playing a different game. So they, they don't have, as you rightly said, they don't have to prove themselves as much as we do on, you know, online or whatever it is because they have this dark, not dark, but secret circles. I would say dark circles, but secret circles that we don't see and we don't have access to because we are women. And I have to recognize the fact that for business, 
it's good to have diversity for that point because he can enter those circles that I cannot because I'm a woman and I might be, you know, be, you know, men are men and they might just see something else or whatever it is or they might not respect me. Or some of them may be very respectful, but it's different things that you have to understand that we're playing a different game here. And it's just about, as you say yourself, adapted to who we are and recognizing that certain things sometimes would take time to change. And just be sometimes be clever about it, you know. But you're right, it's just those two circles. We have, there are circles out there, network that we don't see, and therefore they don't need to pull themselves because they pass, you know, information or deals to one another, and therefore everything happens in outside the web. Do you think that maybe it's an unconscious thing that I feel like I have to really like brand myself and prove myself because I'm because I am a woman, but maybe it's unconscious. It's almost like. I'm not deliberately saying, yeah, I'm going to go and post now because I'm a woman and I feel like I need to prove myself because I'm a woman. But it's just something that's been like integrated into my brain, if that makes sense. And I almost constantly feel like I'm trying to keep up with the men, if that makes sense, and prove that I can get to the top or I can get to where I want to be as a woman. Does mm. that make sense? Do you it think It makes that- sense. But I'll tell you something. Don't don't look at yourself when, you, when you're in business. Don't look at yourself as a woman. Just look at yourself yeah. as a business person. And... Again, remember, come think about the end in mind, what you want to achieve and what you're doing it for. I don't see people when, when I go into this event, they talk about women. It's like, I've never actually seen myself as a woman. I've always said, I'm here for business. See me for that. When I use my power as a woman, being the only one or being the only black woman in the room to be remembered, you know, so I wear colors or whatever it is. I will stand out. I will, you know, my life is memorable and so forth. But never think about do I have to do because I'm a woman? I just think about like, it's good for my business and this is what I needed to do for because I'm trying to change things here and that's why I need, I need to voice out and be consistent with what I'm doing. I think that's a great example and something I can really relate to is often I don't look at myself as a woman but I look at myself as a business owner and I need to go into the room and I need to, for example, my staple is I, I will have a red lip or I'll have a nude lip. But it's got to that point now where I wear red or I have red lip that people now tag me in things being like, there's a red suit and there's a red etc. or a red um, outfit or, you know, remember to use it. Or I often say in, in workshops, you know, remember your armor. What is your armor? It's your personal brand. What's one thing that people can remember about you? Is it your laugh? Is it your style? Is it is it something you wear outfit wise? But also, actually reflecting what you said, I find myself not posting things in competition with men. I think I find myself posting things in competition with women. I think sometimes it's, it's, and it goes back to what you just said, maybe it's in, in, ingrained in, in our head and society subconsciously. It's like that constant feeling of there's only so many seats at the table so I want a seat at that table. And the, in order for me to do that, I need to prove that I'm good at what I'm doing and I can carry on doing it. And so I need to share the achievements I'm making so other people can see it. And I'm not saying that's a healthy mindset. I'm just saying that's an honest mindset. Mm. And one of the reasons why I set up LMF was because I found myself feeling like that where I started becoming competitive for no absolute reason. And it's because I didn't have a supportive support system around me. I didn't have good females who were really egging me on just to be my cheerleaders, not to be my competitors. And so my point being is I think personal branding isn't gender specific. I think it's integrated going back to the kind of secret circles element. It's just making sure that your circle and the circles around that you can kind of integrate um, and that you can enter, know who you are and they allow you in. 
And I think that roots really back to like us as kids and us in society and the way that we've been socialized into uh, you know, your characters, your personality, your your traits, and we have to acknowledge that online and, and showcase it. So I guess my next point, swiftly moving on, um, is, Flavilla, give us your like tips and tricks for building a strong personal brand. Everyone who's listening is now definitely going to go away and work on their LinkedIn or their Instagram or whichever social channel they use. What what they sh- should they be doing? Mm-hmm. Good good question. <laughs> so the first thing first, as I mentioned earlier on, is start with your why. Why are you doing it? Why are you trying to achieve? Def- you know, define that. So for me, as a, as I explained, if I give myself as an example, I wanted to make sure that uh, people come to me, people that I wanted to work with, decide to choose to work with me. So becoming that person that is memorable for my personality, but also my expertise and doing something. Uh, the second thing I, I would say is, you know, whatever it is, try to create a model. It's very good as well in business, and I always say that to my clients. It's quite to create your own model that is replicable. Think about the 80-20 Pareto of a four-hour week, something that people can replicate so get your name out there so everybody should have their own model. And from that point is, you know, uh, you know, make sure that you're consistent across different platforms. You know, your voice, choose your, you know, how do you want to sound, your tone of voice, your image, again, same thing, you know, what, like you, Sonia, my key color is also red. People know me for my red. I get upset when I don't wear red on stage. Like, you're not wearing red. <laughs> Can I not wear another color? Thank you. But yeah, so, you know, choose how you want to be remembered. And after that, you know, it's just a matter of being consistent and constant with whatever you're doing online. So again, I like, and I always say, you know, when you're on social media, share a mixture of who you are, your success stories, you know, give a bit of advice. And I always say, if we, if I'm not sharing value, there's no point to share it. And then people also like a bit of inspirational, uh, inspirational uh, stories. So how did you manage to go through pain, you know, challenges, and you put, you know, put yourself through and learn something after that? You know, every situation I always say to people, there's always just lesson or blessings. So you have to go through that. And I'd obviously like to say, from my perspective, that's great. And I'm Mm. really grateful for that advice because I guess I am the person here representing the person that is just starting to build a personal brand. And I guess my online presence is fairly new and recent to the world. So I'm still learning and that's really valuable advice. I think some of the best bits of what we've spoken about is obviously knowing what's the end goal. Why are you building a personal brand? What is your ultimate aim? Is it to services? Is it is it sorry? Is it to win a? Uh, is it to win clients? Is it to provide services? Is it to sell products? Is it just to showcase something that you have going on? Or again, is it coming back to the point of choose me, choose me over someone else because I can deliver and provide res- results. Ultimately, thinking about your USP, what is your unique selling point compared to other people? And then have something staple, you know, a staple piece, a staple colour, a staple workshop, a staple um, dynamic that you can bring that only you can bring. Because ultimately that personal in branding is so key. It's unique. You are super unique and it's just you. And I guess just one more question from me, if you don't mind me asking for the better is I feel like I have... When I meet people, I have quite a bold personality. I'm definitely not an introvert, which, which is a bit annoying for some. But I think that when people meet me, I am quite an outgoing person. I get on really really well with people. But I find it hard to showcase that on social media. And I think because I have quite a friendly, positive attitude, I don't almost want to 
cringe people by putting stuff on social. So just, again, a little question really is how do you remain authentic and reflect your personality on social, if that makes sense? I guess probably just, you know, try to think about a format that suits you most that can be video. If you realise that, you know... (laughs) If it's not, <laughs> if it's not video, it could be could be storytelling. You know, you can have just a nice photo and share a story with it if it makes you more at ease. Or it could be just text. Find something that, you know, ask your friends, like, does it sound like me? And I think your friends, your great and honest friends would be, again, would be honest with you and tell you, like, yeah, that doesn't sound like you. But it's about, you know, keep on trying, try different, different styles and see which one works best for you. So for me, I like to do a mixture of video or sometimes I would do, you know, photos and and so forth. But have a look at as well. You can look for inspiration, people that you like and see what actually sounds also, you know, um, authentic to you. You know, so look for inspiration. I'd never say copy, but look for inspiration and what is what may work best for you. But um, you're just going to have to try. Mm. I guess you're going to have, you know, you're going to try and see what works best. And then after that, oh, okay, I can see people are more responsive to that. So I know, for example, every time I, you know, I do something, I know that I would get a lot of engagement on certain content. And I know that even if I get less engagement, it's okay. I still post it. Even if I get two likes, it doesn't matter. Because the likes don't really, I think that people get really confused about if I don't have any likes, it's not good. Keep posting because people have seen it. Remember, people are silent watcher on social media. And when they're ready to make a move, they come to you. So that's why you constantly have to do it. I just want to add a point to what you said about how sometimes you may feel that, you know, as women, we compete. And, I've, you know, I get what you're saying here. And what I've done in, in my case to be able to less feel that, oh, when I see a girl doing well, oh, my gosh, no, I just kind of use that as energy. It's like, oh, wow, that's great. And I know that soon it's going to be my time you know it's my time everybody has their turn turn because there's enough there's enough cake for everybody so when I see one of my girls doing well you're doing well Sonia I was like great she's there next game's gonna be my turn and that approach actually in terms of that mindset has always allowed me to actually get my turn you know so yes you're right you know we can feel like that and be like oh, damn it I work so hard, I'm not getting where I want to be. But actually use that as energy, transform it and say, okay, well, she's there, so can I do it? Fantastic. And then my turn will come. Yeah, yeah. and I, I agree. Previously, I did think, oh, wow, she's doing amazing. Like, how am I going to do amazing? Oh, why am I not doing so amazing? But actually now, when I see people doing well, especially people like you, Sonia, and my friends, and some people that are not even my friends, just people that stand out to me, I almost just use it as inspiration. I'm like... That is going to be me one day. Just kind of believe in the universe and it will be me. So, yeah, I agree. Thank you so much for the conversation. And and I think we've summed it up so well, but also we've left it in a punchy point. You know, try, don't be afraid to fail. But most importantly, just change your mindset and be that cheerleader. Even if you don't know somebody, acknowledge their brand, their, their personality, the fact that they're trying to build and help them to elevate because your time will come. And it's such a great ending to these series of podcasts, which we've done really to talk about the more taboo topics that we have, both internally in the workplace and externally, to talk about those topics that we talk about um, over over drinks and dinner and lunches where we don't feel comfortable enough to really bring it into the workplace. But most importantly, to give us a sense of comfort that it's okay, that it will all be okay and that we can really move through these challenges together as women and those who identify as women and hold each other's hands and really just go through. So I'd like to say a big thank you for joining us, for staying on, 
for listening, for encouraging us and for just giving us your blessings. And we hope to see you in season two.